What to emphasize in public speaking? I was reading Dale Carnegie and he said, the gun that scatters too much does not bag the birds. The same principle applies to speech. The speaker that fires his force and emphasis at random into a sentence will not get results. Not every word is of special importance. Therefore, only certain words demand emphasis. Now it's so beautifully said and so well encapsulated. What he's talking of is two principles. One is the principle of emphasizing, of pressing down on certain words which matter, those words which lend meaning to what you're speaking about. Very often I've noticed a lot of us speak, but we emphasize the wrong words. Like for example, uh, I have to say, she's running really fast. So somebody will say, she's running really fast. Another person will say, she is running really fast. Now the meaning of the sentence has changed dramatically with what you're emphasizing on. And that's what the audience is going to hear. So when you're giving a speech, you cannot have the speech given in the same monotonous voice without giving a pressing down of words which really matter. At the same time, one shouldn't go around pressing at random just, you know, to get the feeling of emphasis or to get the feeling of, yes, I'm forceful. It is forcefulness at the right point of time in the correct quantum of pressing down, which will help one get the results which one desires. Thank you. One day, ennui was born from uniformity. This is a saying by Mott, and the chapter is entitled The Sin of Monotony in the book of Dale Carnegie called The Art of Public Speaking. Now one begins to wonder what this term means. Well, very simply put, all it means is that if we speak in a monotonous fashion, there is little hope for us to attract an audience and we ourselves might not like exactly what we are communicating. Let me try and give an example of uh, uniformity in public speaking. Example one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a direct telecast of the one-day international between India and Pakistan being held at Lahore. This is flat. Now let's hear the same sentence in a different style. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a direct telecast of the one-day international between India and Pakistan being held at Lahore. This was another way of saying it. A third way of saying it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a direct telecast of the one-day international between India and Pakistan being held at Lahore. Fasten your seatbelts and get set for encounters of the cricketing kind. Now it's very obvious that wherever one is speaking with a bit of feeling, wherever one is speaking with a bit of emphasis, that kind of terminology, that kind of speech is more likely to be recognized and listened to by the rest of the people. Now, what are the principles on the basis of which one can try and ensure that the kind of speech one gives is emphasized, is non-monotonous 
and is interesting. Well, the first and the foremost principle, of course, as in all public speaking, is practice. So one has to follow the principle of uh, atomic habits in which James Clear says that there will be a period in which you will feel there is no improvement in what you're doing. But after that plateau will come a tipping point or a breakthrough point. And that is when you will realize that the practice that you've put in has actually yielded dividends. The question which comes to mind then is, okay, practice, but practice how? The solution is to practice by taking up a fiction or picking up a play. A play I find the best example of trying to pick up vocal variety. What one can do in that is read out the various characters of a play in different voices and in different intonations. If two or more people can get together, it's even better because that's when you really learn from the other people and there is an interplay of voices and tones, etc. The third principle which is used to bring about vocal variety or to bring about a non-monotonous speech is emphasis. Now emphasis is what is it that you press down or strike on when you are speaking. For example, there is a sentence, run for your life. Now when I say it in this very placid fashion, run for your life, it has no meaning. But if I say, run for your life, that seems to have some effect. And if I say it in a different way, run for your life, I'm stressing on life. So it means that the situation is really a situation of danger. That is what one could do to bring about a bit of vocal variety, a bit of ups and downs It would in what one is communicating. And the last principle, not the least principle, is changing pitch. You know, the sharpness with which you are speaking, that will bring about a change in the way you speak. Uh, Run for your life was an example of changing pitch. And that can be utilized to understand that as long as you are changing pitch, you are keeping your language emphasized, you're emphasizing, and you're trying to understand what you're speaking of. That will lend a lot of flavor to what you're speaking about. So these are tips on how not to bore your audience, how to keep them glued to their seats, if nothing more. Thank you. Vaccination is very much in the news nowadays. And vaccination in public speaking is called vaccination against applause. If your ability to communicate with people depends on the fact that you are happy if they applaud for you, and that is the criterion by which you judge yourself, then you're in for trouble. But if you evaluate yourself based on your performance and the number of claps or the number of the applause that you get is not the indicator to you for success or for lack of it, then you're well on your way to the vaccination. I call it inoculation against applause. Learn that and you're really a shade ahead in your march towards better communication. Thank you.